Ah ja, vlak het ene was met Alan Smith, we weer publiek stories uit deze paper, on Friday, September the 8th. So, um, uh, last Dorek Express for this week, and the front page of the paper today is not really a story, it's just a big headline, and I picked the, the train crash for, um, uh, well, it's been in the news all this week, they're up in court, uh, uh, network rail, and it just says, uh, this was not an accident, it was negligence, and it's a uh, Angara's network rail admits series of failings over fatal train crash and the uh, firm facing huge fine after derailment which claimed three lives. So, well, it's been in the news, um, obviously, later on the day that uh, the fine is uh, £6.7 million. Pounds. So, that's, um, you know, about two and a quarter million pounds for each person that uh, was killed. But it's, uh, if you see the picture on the front page, it's like some, some mess. And... Um, you know, absolute uh, disaster. So hopefully, um, you know, the folk will be able to get some uh, closure now and uh, I reckon if it'll happen with the uh, compensation for the folk, uh, the folk was injured and the folk was killed, but I guess it's just with the, the firm's been fined for uh, the things that get wrong. So, uh, you know, it's a hundred million pounds and they get to bring anybody back, which is... Uh, you know, sure for that the families is wishing for, but very, very sad. Now here's a historic quarry at a centre of Houston Road put on sale. So Rubsla Quarry has been put up for sale years after the owner lost a high profile battle against new houses on the edge of the Aberdeen landmark. The quarry is described as a rarely available landmark in the heart of Aberdeen's West End, but the potential asking price has not been made known. Well, you're going to need to cane out if we've been in a bid. In 2010, the hidden gem was acquired by former oil consultant Sandy White and construction boss Hugh Black for a significant sum. Um, alongside the owner's ambitions for a world-class heritage centre, developers Cartera had been given permission to build, a luxury, uh, to build luxury flats along the edge of Europe's largest man-made hole. The scheme was famous for being the most unpopular um, in the history of the city with hundreds of objections lodged. Despite the public outcry, the Scottish Government stepped in to overrule the Council and rubber stamp the £70 million project. Um, objectors even appealed to the then First Minister Nicola Sturgeon to back Aberdeen City Council and dismiss the Scottish Government approval. Um, Co-owner Mr Black was among those left dismayed by the decision to give the proposal the go-ahead. But then, well, that was years and years ago, and nothing's ever happened, so um, it doesn't seem to be on any matter that, who says, but God knows if it's going to happen. Um, but anyway, it's, it's, uh, it's rebirth as a, uh, Rubes Lacroix's rebirth as a water sports centre in 2020 was short-lived. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it didn't last very long of a, and um, it just goes on to say, Aberdeen was built for granite and the Rubisla quarry is largely for it comfy. It's estimated that over 6 million tonnes of granite were extracted over a period of 200 years. So, well, Nemo um, Commander, it's a, um, the biggest, <laughs> biggest man-made hole in, in Europe because it's uh, 
some chunk of place and uh, you know if ever buys it it'll be it'll be about a decade for it will be able to deal with but then you know I suppose a lot of folk would maybe like Biden and who's just going to be looking into that but I wouldn't be one of them and um, not only because I couldn't afford it but um, it's yes yeah, it's, it's, it's some place and it's deserves to have and it'll always have a special history in Aberdeen in the Granite City. For Aberdeen was bigot for Now here's a youth hub plan to cut crime. So this is a, a new youth club in Northfield has been hailed as a way of curbing vandalism and saving the bobies on our college. The Northfield Youth Hub Steering Group insists their idea could prove something of a revelation when it comes to troublemaking teens. It comes as education chiefs are working hard to cut down on violence within Northfield Academy for teachers who faced abuse for pupils. Uh, under the scheme, being driven forward by the council and the bobies, an all shipping container would be turned into a makeshift youth club at Cummins Park. So, <laughs> see for us is gone. Then tie the kids in with um, something or other and then lock them in for a while. And that'll be, hey presto, no crime. Um, no, obviously it's not art. Uh, plans for a youth hub in Northfield were first explored back in 2021 and uh, Bobby's have uh, now expressed their hopes that the hub would be a long-term solution to anti-social behaviour in the area. Uh, they had something similar in Maastricht, uh, I said the Tesco would end uh, store in the car park here and it's been a big success and it's helped to turn a problem area into a source of pride. In his first year, Bobby's College had found for about 700 to fewer than 20. Well, that is a big success. Um, so the hub will be based inside a temporary structure previously used at Woodside Primary. The council offered it, to, offered it to the group for a small fee. A baby changing room will also be included, giving young mothers the chance to use the facility. Um, in the future, they like to add solar panels and a small wind turbine. So, well, good luck. Good luck with them. And they get pinched at Northfield, but um, I suppose you have to try. Now here's a jobs lost as foundation cuts spiritual classes. So spiritual classes and workshops are, be, are to be cut, resulting in 46 folk losing their jobs at the Findhorn Foundation. It was announced yesterday that the charity will wrap up the programmes on September 22nd after more than 50 years. Bosses also plan to wind down current operations for October the 1st, resulting in 46 job losses. This comes after no alternative was found during a collective consultation process looking at cost-cutting measures. Uh, Terry Gilby, Chief Executive of the Findhorn Foundation, said this past week we broke news to our co-workers and shared the results of the redundancy consultation. Uh, good news is that the community businesses and the visitor centre at Eco Village Finhorn uh, at the park are thriving and that we are actively planning for the future, determined to find new ways to serve our mission. So, well, that's as I say, so it's a beautiful, beautiful spot up in the Finhorn. And, um, you know, it's been, uh, stuff's been on the go there a long, long time. But, um, you know, I suppose like pandemic and maybe they getting smuggle folk visiting, it's just been a big knock on effect and it's be hard to recover for that. for for like that kind of places, but uh, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll bounce back and um, get back up to full quota folk again, because it's, uh, yeah, like I say, it's a beautiful, a beautiful spot. 
Now there's a tennis club's inflatable, it gets to go ahead, so this is amazing. <laughs> um, it's a moment that lives on in Wimbledon history, or perhaps infamy, the sight of Sir Cliff Richard leading a sing-along as rain disrupted the tennis tournament in the mid-1990s. Uh, every tennis player and fan lives in dread of spirit-dumping downpours that can bring matches to a halt. It's little wonder then that Stonehaven Tennis Club, situated just off the northeast coastline and prone to bouts of wind and rain, feels the need for shelter. Earlier this year, bosses applied for, a, for permission to inflate a giant dome over the seaside course, ensuring play can continue regardless of the weather. Uh, dozens of folk called for Aberdeenshire Council to rule it out of bounds, branding the dome a monstrosity. Um... Well, there was heaps of folks saying, no, no, it would just look awful, and it was spiraling you for the caravan park, and blah, 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 blah. And then somebody else says, um, it might get covered in seagull muck, because um, there is a lot of seagulls in Woodstone. Um, and, but then Kunzel Planner said, uh, it's, it's somewhat of a marmite structure, so some like it, some kind of redeem it. Um, a warm air blower would run to ensure the inflatable structure maintains its shape during use. Um, and the environmental health folks says the noise for that wouldn't be a problem for the caravan folk next door so that was empty health the club revealed it can withstand winds of up to 150 mile an hour so should be should be just safe enough at Stonehaven I would say um, <laughs> certainly up the coast at Downies that's often the case 150 mile an hour wind meaning this acid mean the structure could be used in our weather's ensuring nay games would need to be cancelled. Um, so, well, crikey, what a nice sack would be. I think it's a, a great idea. And, um, you know, I can see me having to join the Stonehaven Tennis Club and um, get a few indoor games, uh, get old, uh, you know, server motion back up and running. And, um, you know, first of all, maybe the seniors champion doing it Stonehaven, you never know. Now, just finish up with sport as normal, and the back page paper today is uh, no assurances sought for Anderson, says Steve Clark. So, uh, Steve Clark has no sought any kind of guarantees for Elliot Anderson about the midfielder Scotland future. Uh, the Whitley Bay born Newcastle United player, for his Scottish granny, has played at youth level for both Scotland and England. So, he was called up to Scotland for the qualifiers against Cyprus. Um, in the match against England next week but he pulled out after getting an injury so um, but Clark says well it's up to him if he you know if he wants to play for England or Scotland he'll hit the monkey's mind up but anyway um, another win for Scotland night the game's finished new in time of DNS and um, you know beat Cyprus 3-0 over there so five straight wins uh, that's I think even four straight wins that happened in my lifetime so a tremendous achievement and uh, you know it's looking good looking very very good for the uh, uh, Scotland attending the Euros next year, but yeah, I'm sure Steve Clark will be letting anybody uh, counter chickens before that hatch, quite rightly so. But uh, well played, Scotland, and uh, you know, tremendous achievement for Steve Clark. And so he'll maybe crack a smile at night, you never know. Now, that's me, Don Fredino. So we publish stories at today's Press and Journal on Friday, uh, September 8, 2023. And uh, another tremendous day of heat. Uh, up in it was absolutely plotting just near a breath of wind and I hang on a boot and um, 
no even taking the dog with for a walk later on the night when it was um, getting cool and doing a bit of it, but still just uh, very, very warm. So um, honestly, God, I think I could sleep outside, so I'm asking a nice just plot. Anyway, uh, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure and tell a pal about it and uh, tell me the best way to catch us is follow us on Spotify. Um, and then they'll never miss an episode and uh, they can listen to other aliens if they're that way inclined. In the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Toodaloo. Put the constitutions, pick the book, the rules are there. Long field, bell field, banner field and banner field. Lights of local stories that you've made in a hill.